Uncaged Wisdom, Cheetah Digital's podcast for modern marketing. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the special edition of the Uncaged Wisdom podcast. Uh, today, it is hosted by the Women in Product Management and Cheetah Digital. And this session is part of our content series that are that is looking to champion the work of our amazing colleagues as part of the celebration around International Women's Day. I'm Teresa Kirk, and I'm a product manager at Cheetah Experiences. And today, I'm joined by my fellow Cheetahs of product management, Alex Jack, Stephanie Falk, and Jean Quais. Before we dive into a conversation around different career paths of women in technology, work-life balance, um, some of the biggest and most exciting projects we're working on at Cheetah, uh, let me give them an opportunity to briefly introduce themselves as well. Um, Hi, Alex. Thank you, Teresa. I'm Alex. I've been here at Cheetah for about 13 years. I'm a principal product manager working primarily on our messaging product. And I'll hand it over to Steph. Hey, guys. My name is Stephanie Falk. Um, I am a product manager on the messaging platform as well. I've been at Cheetah for almost two years. Um, hi, everybody. My name's Jean Quaife, and I'm the newbie in the group because I joined Chiefs Digital at the beginning of this year. And I'm a product manager for Loyalty. Um, and I live just outside London. So looking forward to meeting some colleagues when, when we're allowed back out again. Great. Yeah, so uh, you could hear that you have product managers from uh, different products in the CES and we're very excited to share our stories with you today. I think one of the things that I love about product management is um, how diverse is the skill set that is required for the role, and that means that um, there's no one path to get to it. Um, uh, until recently, there wasn't really a college degree that you could take to become a product manager, so uh, the paths are, are very diverse, and I think uh, it would be awesome to hear um, about uh, your stories and your background, how you got to where you are at your career and who influenced you along the way. Uh, thanks, Teresa. I, I mean, I'll, I'll start. So I actually started at Cheetah prior to it being purchased by Experian back when it was still called Cheetah Mail. And it was a, a small startup um, based in New York and the and Oakland and Los Angeles. And I worked in client services for a number of years, working with our clients, helping onboard them, manage their programs. And as we started to expand our technology and, and look into buying uh, new platforms and integrating those. Uh, I was responsible for integrating some of our top 10 clients onto those platforms. And I found myself very often being in our internal product advisory boards and working with our technology teams on how we could make our clients' lives better, how we could expand on the capabilities, um, shore up the existing capabilities, make it so that our clients could really minimize the time to value and just be out there getting the messages they need to get out, making the relationships with their customers as easily as possible. And in doing that, I started to work more and more closely with the technology team, eventually transferring over to a product position um, here at Cheetah. And it's I've never looked back. I've re- truly enjoyed being able to actually go to, to our clients, see what they need, see what their market challenges are, see what their day-to-day challenges are, and then come back and work with the teams to make those better and to give them tools they need to build their customer relationships without even having to think about the technology under it. That's awesome. And was there anybody influential along the way that uh, that kind of uh, sent you on that path uh, or mentored you along the way? 
Yeah, I would actually say our SVP of um, product now, Carter Lassie, was instrumental in kind of moving me over from from client services to product. He was a really great guide in, in sharing the vision of where we wanted the technology to go, how we wanted the product to develop. And then um, internally, I also had a number of great female mentors throughout the years, particularly in client services. Um, some of them aren't with us anymore, but they were highly instrumental in in really teaching me how to both navigate the you know, a, a fairly complex industry, understanding that I earn, had earned my seat at the table um, and being able to manage difficult clients in a way that was competent and, and professional. Steph, uh, was uh, product management the, the, the carrier of choice from the beginning for you? <laughs> nope. Um, I actually was, I went to school and I was convinced I was going to work in radio. Um, I wanted to do radio promotions. That was kind of my, um, you know, end goal in life that that's what I wanted to be. Um, I did college radio. I made it all the way, did internships, worked at record labels, did all sorts of stuff. Um, and then got into commercial radio and hated it. <laughs> so I had a huge, uh, change of heart, um, after college. So I actually ended up moving into marketing, um, really kind of understanding what um, what we needed. And and then I ended up getting a job working um, for a, like an advertising company in their email marketing um, division. And um, I really fell in love with it. Um, I, I got like, I don't want to say this to sound um, like toot my horn too much, but I got really uh, good at navigating the platform that we worked on. It was a um, kind of our own homegrown platform. And um, I, to a sense, I was almost better at navigating from the UX perspective than some of our developers. Um, and I actually had a really good friend at that company that I had worked at um, other jobs with. And I really followed in her footsteps. Um, she moved from basically doing exactly what I did, moved into product. She helped guide me, um, you know, told me, kind of the the things that would help me stand out. Um, I took some certification courses and then I really just started diving in. I started joining standups. I, you know, showing that like, this is what I wanna do. I'm capable of doing more. Um, I can be the voice for our customers. And um, I actually ended up kind of straddling both the roles of, you know, senior email marketing specialist and associate product manager for a while until I was actually promoted to the product manager of that platform. That's, that's a great story as well. So I, I hear a, 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 some uh, commonalities, like you had a, had a good friend or a female mentor who kind of introduced you to the role or encouraged you there, um, but also just becoming a super user of a platform or really understanding the market problem from the user's perspective kind of guided both of you guys. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's really great. And our customers are are lucky to have you um, represent messaging. Jean, you have a little bit different path to product management, right? You, um, you, you did uh, work for technology companies uh, kind of quite from the beginning. Um, tell, us, tell us more about it. 
I started off, I, my background is I, I studied business and marketing uh, quite a few years ago now. I won't say how many. Um, and yeah, the first job that, that I had, I was actually a business user of technology. Um, but I very quickly then took the jump across to that company that provided the technology. So, I, I you know, I came from a, a user background as well. Um, and, and I started off at that company in... Um, product marketing. Um, so, you know, I did a lot of work around uh, communications and marketing. Um, and I, I found that I really loved working in technology as well. You know, technology is amazing. It's always changing. Um, it's it's disruptive. Um, I, I always loved sort of making sense of, of the complexity around new things in technology and, and also working out how to add value uh, using technology, uh, you know, because it's it really it's it's an enabler isn't it to, to to actually add value for your customers so i i really loved the, the move across technology and i'm i'm very lucky that i've worked in technology ever since um but i i wasn't straight into product management so as i said more on the marketing side but i i think i i sort of just came across product management a, a, as a part of my my role in product marketing and 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 I, I think I just went across to it because it really played to my my strengths and my preferences. And 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 like Alex and Steph have said, I I love it. it. It's what I really love to do. And and I don't think I've ever looked looked back since. Um, it, it it's been a great experience. Something very particular to me that I wanted to share um, is, and it, it may sound odd because I, I, I found the job that I loved in an industry I loved, but I actually decided to take a four-year career break um, when I had my son. Um, and it, it's not something that everybody wants to do. It, it, it's not the right thing for everyone or it might not be possible, but but it's something that I, I chose to do. Um, I, I had a wonderful four years, no regrets at all. But of course, it, you know, anyone who's experienced this, you, you do start to lose a bit of confidence, perhaps, you you know, and I, I perhaps had some thoughts around, will I ever get back to product management again? Um, you know, can I really imagine myself, you know, getting back in, into a, a sort of career type job? And what, what I found looking back, you know, I, I, I didn't need to worry. What I found was that, you know, if, if you've have had people that you've worked for in the past and you've done a good job for them, you have a good relationship with them and, and you keep up your network, that's quite important. Then, then somebody, somebody wants you to come back and, and when they know you, you're a low risk hire for them. Um, and, and I also wanted to go back part time, which worked perfectly because I went back as a as a contractor. So I, I was very low risk. You can prove yourself again. Um, it's it's very easy to, to sort of update your skills and your knowledge. And, and I went back to being a, a full time product management man, full time product manager. So I, so I feel very lucky about that. Um, and yeah, so if it's the right thing for you to take a career break it really is possible to come back and I know lots lots of parents um, experience the same thing of, of taking a break and, and then coming back again. That's such a great story and yeah you're right it's not something that everybody uh, feels like it's it's possible for them to do um, but also sometimes we're just afraid to to ask or look for those possibilities. I I will share my story as well how I got to product management and uh, I am a mom as well like uh, all of us uh, on this podcast today, um, and my story is, is similar in, in a little bit. Um, 
uh, that I was worried to um, to ask for additional time, but I didn't. There was no reason for it at the end. So um, I studied uh, communications. I studied at Faculty of Journalism, and then I actually did um, study my master's uh, in marketing in London. And honestly, I never thought that technology would be the, the my career. And as you can see from everything that we've mentioned up until now, none of us really was uh, was coming from a truly technical background. Um, but somehow uh, product management uh, is kind of a beautiful um, discipline that uh, merges all of the all of the different departments and, and fields um, and um, and it's actually uh, totally possible to to join that world without having uh, technical knowledge per se. Uh, but yeah, I started working for for first tech company while I was at college, and then um, I um, I got um, contacted by uh, Engage Sciences company, that is the founding company of Cheetah Experiences, and we went through a couple of acquisitions. I moved to um, moved to Denver thanks to that, and I was working as a customer success manager, so working with our customers um, on using the platform, adopting the platform, and uh, delivering their marketing strategies using the technology. But at one point, I just realized that I feel like I would like to be making bigger impact on their lives by being able to influence what we're actually able to do with with our platform and technology, um, and I started and I uh, started working with the product management and engineering team on the first kind of cross-departmental collaboration that is the foundation of what we now know as Experience Library and the Cheetah Experiences platform, and that was kind of the first uh, taste of product management for me, and I loved it, and I was worried to to ask uh, at that time, Ian Short, now VP of uh, product here at Cheetah, um, if, if there would be a place for me at uh, the product management team because it felt like a big step from customer success and account management. Um, I didn't feel like I had um, enough technical knowledge to maybe qualify and he welcomed me with open arms and I'm, I'm really grateful he did. And, um, you know, when the time came that I uh, was about to be mom, I uh, was living in the U.S. and um, I had the standard three months maternity leave. And uh, when I was supposed to go back uh, to work, I wasn't quite ready. Um, I didn't feel like I, I wanted to uh, put my uh, daughter in daycare. I wasn't ready to come back to work. And I was afraid that means that I have to leave the job but when I when I talked to Ian um, I actually um, uh, was really pleasantly surprised he um, he basically um, told me that um, he can like I can take as much time as I need to to be ready to come back but most importantly he gave me the flexibility to come back part-time when I was ready to which was three months later and still today even though I'm leading Cheetah Experiences as a product, I am uh, still part-time, um, which not many people actually know. So, um, yeah, a lot of different paths, a lot of different journeys that led us to where we are today. So, so I'm going to take over as, as the host for, for the next part. Um, 
Because the next thing we want to talk about is what we're most proud of at Cheetah. And I'm so new, um, it, it, it's very difficult for me to comment much on that, other than to say that, you know, I'm proud to work here. I think it's a, a, a very inspiring company, innovating in the market, and I'm, and I'm proud to be here. But um, it'd be great to hear from um, everyone else uh, what you're most proud of. So, Alex, let's start with you, because I think you have the, the longest story with Cheetah. Definitely have been here a while. Um, I, I think what I'm, I'm most proud of really is just how much we care about our clients. We, we want them to succeed. We want to give them tools that they need to build meaningful relationships and to complete their, their day to day tasks and their bigger strategic goals. Um, I would say that we as a company, we work really hard to achieve this and having this, this very common goal of just caring about our clients, making our clients lives easier and helping enabling our clients to do what they need to do out in the marketplace really brings us together as a team and helps us meet our goals very effectively. Because Stephanie and I both work on the messaging side, so we work very closely together. And would you, Steph, what would you say? I think um, I'm definitely most proud of uh, the fact that Cheetah as a company, we're really redefining things in the market. Um, we have a lot of really cool stuff that we're working on um, across all our various platforms. And we're really bringing these new solutions that challenge our competitors um, and really put us in the forefront. Um, so, you know, we have such sharp and talent, talented teams here at Cheetah um, that, I mean, I'm really proud to be part of that. I, I can second that. Um, you know, a lot of the, lot of the employees here have been here for, for many, many years and through a number of acquisitions and the, the teams are still, uh, still going strong. Um, for me, I think I just want our customers to love using our products and I, I want them to say, wow, this is really making my life easier. This helps me do my job better, faster and easier. Um, and I also think that I'm, I'm really proud of us. A um, few years back, we step, step back and look at the overall vision for, for our product and what, we, what, what, what impact we want to have on not only our customers, uh, which are brands, but also their end users on individuals, right? And that's where we define kind of the value exchange vision that we want to make every interaction with uh, with a person meaningful to to really build relationships and uh, and maintain uh, long term uh, relationships and, and longer term loyalty. So I love that. And now I think the the another thing that is is very clear lately, and we can talk about it a little bit when um, when we're talking about the vision for for the coming year and, and onwards, is how how closely are the departments and product teams working together on uh, cross product projects and integrations, and I think that really makes us to stand out as a company um, and um, just seeing how the products are getting fully more and more integrated and sophisticated is really wonderful. Speaking about uh, where we're heading as a, as a company and product organization, it would be great to um, maybe give everybody a little bit of a flavor of what, what you're most excited about from, from what's coming, com uh, coming up next and what you're directly involved in. Sure, I'm, I'm happy to go first. We have a, a product that we've been talking about for a while called Marketing Composer. And essentially what it is is the ability at a CMO level to have the highest level of governance over all of your, your messaging campaigns and eventually all of your campaigns in, in non-messaging channels as well. Um, this tool will give you the ability to 
set frequency caps, set prioritization sets, um, do real-time suppression, really take advantage of whatever state your customers are in at that point in time and deliver them the right message at the right time in the right format. Um, we'll be supplementing it with a lot of machine learning models so that we can have an easy button, but there'll also be a lot of customization that you can do. And there's a lot we've got coming around it. And I'm, I'm really excited to start sharing that this year as we progress through the development work on it. Steph, uh, what other elements of messaging you're, you're excited to, to talk about work on? The smart messaging framework um, has been a product we've talked about for years. Um, this is really long before I ever joined Cheetah. Um, but this product basically creates the scalability that we need to be able to deliver tens of millions of messages per hour. Um, in addition, like we're able to integrate and leverage all the you know, powerful data, real-time data, real-time events from our engagement data platform at the time of send. So it really pairs well with um, what Alex was referring to on her um, on the marketing composer. So, you know, this is exactly what our customers have been asking. Actually, I should say screaming for um, being able to deliver faster, um, you know, quicker, uh, you know, lots of volume an hour, right? Um, so to get to come in uh, at Cheetah at the helm of this project and work alongside all of our talented engineers um, to bring this from kind of this ideation um, all the way to market is extremely exciting for me. That's awesome. Jean, I know that you, uh, you joined us fairly recently, but you dove right in and you're working on a lot of exciting projects uh, at Loyalty. So tell us a little bit about that. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, I'm 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 just really excited to work on the on the Cheetah loyalty product. Um, uh, you know, having recently joined the company, I'm I'm blown away by by what it can already do, um, and the whole data platform it, it sits on top of. So yeah, I'm generally very excited. Um, but yeah, my first project that I'm working on is um, is all about uh, multilingual capability. So where we have customers who have a, a loyalty program and they want to extend it across different regions with, with different languages, um, my, my first project is to work on that. So so what's interesting, and again, what, what I've been learning about loyalty here is that it's it's such a flexible solution. It, it has an absolutely vast tool set. So, so in effect, we already support multi-language capability. So the, the whole point of this project, though, is, is to make it easier for our customers. So, so we need to simplify it for them. Um, we need to make it easier for the user. We need to make it um, effective for the program overall. Um, and we need to, to build an easier solution for when a customer wants to launch an existing program into a new region. So any, anybody in the company that's already worked on this knows that there's there's some complexity behind it to, to get all your content into multiple languages. Um, so this, this project is all about making that simpler. So it's a great learning curve for me because I, I, as you said, I had to dive right in, get into the into the product, um, understand a lot more about it. I've had great support from everybody. Um, and, and one of the th things I really love about product management is talking to customers. So this will be a great opportunity for me to get to know some of the, the cheat customers. Um, and then, of course, the idea is to, to collaborate with them as we go through the, the design and development. And 
and delivers them some software that really solves their problems and you know and helps the whole community of customers that that we have on loyalty and and something i'm very keen on as well as a product manager is looking at outcomes so you know, to deliver a new piece of functionality and see that customers are using it, um, seeing that that we get good feedback from them on it. And, and I'm also excited to take part in the uh, town hall demos because I've I've been to, to the last one and I've seen you all demoing new stuff and, and I'm really excited to be able to take part in that myself um, in the coming months. Yes, and we have a customer-facing webinar coming up as well. So, a lot of a uh, lot of great content uh, coming from product marketing and product management as well. So that's great. Yeah, I think on behalf of experiences, I uh, there's so much uh, that we're uh, planning on achieving this year and beyond. But I think I. Um, it's it's more and more clear that experience is a very strategic platform given that everything we do is dependent on high quality uh day compliant data um so being able to to really connect with your audience uh um, understand their preferences and help um build some of the initial relationships so that the other platforms can benefit from that is is what we're focusing on so a lot of the integration work with uh with other products with loyalty with messaging um uh is uh, is a big focus for our roadmap this year but um the the highlight for me is something that we've been kind of um, postponing for, for a while, and that is actually looking at adaptive experiences, experiences that can react to users' contacts based on whether we already know that person, whether the person is a member of a loyalty program, for example, or if they came from uh, from a unique URL in an email, um, what they told us uh, about them before what kind of preferences they they have and based on that we can we can personalize the experience and and adapt the type of questions we're asking them and make more meaningful and uh, and valuable recommendations so lots of lots of work ahead of us um on all of the platforms and it's it's awesome to hear that um that we're all working together to to contribute to uh, the one big uh, vision and that is of course uh, deliver uh, meaningful connections with customers uh, for for our our own customers. We talked about a lot of things, uh, what we're proud of, how we got to product management, what we love about it, um, and um, who we met along the way. So maybe for anybody who's um, who's listening, it would be great if if there was something you wanted to say at the end, just as a few encouraging words or things that really made a difference in your uh, career path um, that could maybe inspire and influence others. Um, Alex, what what do you think would uh, made a, made a difference in your journey? I, I would say taking mentors where you can get them. So you might have a mentor that's not anywhere near your department, but particularly um, being female in the tech industry, female mentors anywhere you can get them, or male mentors as well. Just taking experiences from from anybody that has kind of forged ahead of you and using those experiences to help drive your own is I think very helpful and very critical and then trying to pay it forward and mentoring those who are coming up behind you in their career paths, um, trying to move forward and helping where you can being available to, to anyone who might need mentorship, I think is, 
is also critical because it helps you grow as well. Yeah, that's definitely true. Steph, what do you think uh, is is something new that you may be discovered throughout um, your your career in product management? Sure, um, I definitely agree with Alex one hundred percent. If I didn't have the mentor I had, I probably would not be where I am today. So um, I, I could not agree more on that. Um, but honestly, like COVID, um, we haven't really talked about that, right? But COVID has opened a lot of new opportunities to find work-life balance. Um, and and I mean, being in the tech industry too, right? You can work from anywhere. You don't have to go into an office um, every single day, like you're connected with people all over the world when you work at, um, you know, these tech companies. So for me, like finding that work-life balance, I was driving three hours a day previous to working at Cheetah, um, hour and a half there, hour and a half home. I had, a, you know, a one-year-old that I was taking to my mother-in-law's every day to be watched. And it just, it took a toll on my life. So you know, really getting into um, a career where I could find that work-life balance, I could, you know, work remotely and 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 have that. Um, you know, that that definitely definitely was a positive for me. That is so true because still, predominantly women are the primarily caregivers for for for, for our children, and and women also are less represented in the tech industry yet the tech industry is one of those that really offers a lot of flexibility so um, yeah that's that's an interesting interesting angle for sure Jean, what made a difference for you? Yeah, so so my angle on this is a little bit different but it, it it's something that that I learned um, earlier in my career and I, I wish I'd learned it sort of right at the beginning really but um, Earlier on in my career, I, I thought the way to, to progress and, and to do well was simply just do a really good job and, and, and then, you know, things will happen. Um, and, and to an, uh, an extent, that's true. Um, but, but what I sort of discovered a, a little way down the line was, was also the need to promote yourself. Um, not everybody does that naturally um some some people are, are, are just not not natural self promoters but i i sort of discovered a bit later than i should have done that that you you need to to speak up um i i'm somebody i won't say something unless i think it's a valuable thing to say um and and i'm and i'm still very much like that but if i have a comment or an opinion or some value to add i will always speak up um which is probably not um how I was, uh, you know, earlier on in my career. And, it, you know, because if you if you share your opinions with people, if you share your ideas with people, they get to know who you are and they get to know more about what you're capable of. Um, and, you know, even if your idea or your suggestion isn't taken up, it's still a helpful part of a, of a discussion. And, and, and as a product manager, you know, we, we make lots of decisions. And, and, you know, in the years that I've been in the role, I can honestly say the wider range of opinions and ideas you get from people, the better decisions you can make as you go forward. So, um, you know, and, 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 you know, many people are very, very comfortable to speak up. But, but if you're not or if you're a little bit hesitant, 
I would say, please just speak up because it helps you and it helps the, the team around you and, and it will it will help you to, to progress your career in, in the way that you want it to. I think mine is kind of related to it a little bit. And, and I think that was one that I was afraid to do myself and that is to speak up about what's important for, for me and my family when that time came, I felt like I have to choose. I'm either going to be a mom or I'm going to continue with my career. And it turned out that it didn't have to be that case. And I know we're, I'm extremely lucky in that sense. Again, technology and the flexibility we are offered here, given that we work across time zones and it's easy for us to um, maybe have a dinner with the family, put our babies to bed, and then uh, pick up some additional calls later on with teams that are in remote locations is, is a unique position to be in. But, you know, I've learned that you can be a mom and you can progress with your career. Um, within the first year, um, I was able to do both. And I'm very grateful to the company, my manager, uh, but also myself for, for making that happen. And I think if, if that's the, the thing you want to do, you shouldn't be afraid to, to speak up and ask for what you need. And with that, um, you know, 18% of all employees in the R&D department here at Cheetah Digital are women, which is uh, slightly above the average of the industry, but of course there's always room for improvement. Um, we we hope that anybody and everybody who's been listening to this podcast will feel inspired and empowered to enter the world of technology. You um, can find a lot of content from, from all of us and our colleagues across different departments um, in uh, the different content series on our website and uh, social channels. Um, and uh, we'll be connecting with you through the product-led webinars as well. So thank you, Alex, Jean, and Steph for joining me today. Um, it was great talking to you all. Thanks. Thanks, Teresa. Thank you, Teresa. Thanks for putting this together. Subscribe to Uncaged Wisdom for the latest and greatest in digital marketing insights and how they're solving problems with software and strategies.